Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now, as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who he says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this episode. I am so glad that you're here. Happy May. Isn't it crazy what has been happening this year? But I'm not going to complain. It is sunshiny out and I'm going to enjoy every bit of the fact that it is May and getting a little bit warmer. Have you ever found yourself really uncomfortable with other people talking you up or receiving compliments? Maybe you have a hard time talking about yourself or you have a hard time seeing the gifts and the calling that God has on your life because your pattern is to kind of downplay that and be humble and put other people up and not talk about yourself too much. Well, today we're going to talk about breaking up with being small. So this is a thing that we do to try to not overwhelm other people. There's, there can be a few different reasons we do it. And some of them are really wholesome and kind where we want to put other people first. We want to, you know, prop them up more than we want to prop ourselves up. And we want to encourage them and we can be that behind the scenes person. Sometimes that is your calling to be the behind the scenes person. Not everyone is supposed to be out front on stage. And that can be really relieving for some people like, Oh, this is my role. This is my calling. This is what I can step into with boldness without having to push for something that is not my gift set or push for something that I'm not called to. But the unfortunate side of being small or only propping other people up or not recognizing your own giftings is that we end up unintentionally playing small instead of playing all out. I'll tell you the verse in Esther chapter four, where Mordecai says, you know, maybe, maybe Esther 
you've come to the kingdom, you've come to this royal position for such a time as this. Maybe this is exactly why you're here. Maybe you are God's plan. Maybe you are perfectly positioned to make a difference in this situation for your people. And that verse has always made me a little bit uncomfortable where I don't want to exalt myself, where I don't want to be like, yeah, I've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Like I'm, I'm the person, which that verse isn't about that. It's about God's plan. It's about God orchestrating. It's about someone self-sacrificing for the sake of others, for the good of her people, for those who could not speak up and defend themselves. She stepped in and did that. That's beautiful and powerful where Esther was there on purpose. And it's a humble power that we possess when we recognize who we are and we step fully into that. And we don't play small. We don't downplay it. I've been guilty of downplaying this in my life. The questions go something like, who am I? Why me, God? Like even looking at Esther, this story, she didn't want to be in this spot. I don't think she would have dreamed that her life would look this way. She didn't push her way into getting this position. It was handed to her through a lot of pain and traumatic events. She finds herself queen of Persia. That's crazy. So she could easily be like, I don't want to be here. I didn't ask for this assignment. I don't think that I am qualified for this assignment, but yet God put her in that spot and allowed her to be the savior, the one who like went in and interceded and got deliverance for her people. When we wonder who am I in this position, or I really wish I wasn't in this position, or we, we live with that kind of doubt and playing small as if God didn't put us there on purpose, as if God wasn't calling you to impact the people around you the way that he is, whatever that looks like, it's going to be different for each and every one of us. Some of us are going to get up on stage. Some of us are going to bake a meal. Some of us are going to make a phone call that is divinely timed because God nudged us. And we don't have to sit there and go, well, who am I to call and pray for someone? No, God has on purpose put you there. And we can break up with this idea of, oh, I'm a nobody. I could never make an impact. No, you were put here specifically to make an impact. And what if you are the plan to help someone else get their freedom and find their voice and feel encouraged and loved because we are the hands and feet of Jesus. And that is not a small thing. So we don't have to downplay it and we don't have to talk about how insignificant and unqualified we are because that doesn't matter. What matters is is you stepping fully into something and breaking up with this idea that somehow it's more holy to be small. Last fall, one of the retreats I went on last year, we were talking through different breakthroughs and releasing some things and working towards like 
creating some new declarations and the new declaration that really broke me in that moment and had me crying and snotting through a declaration was, I can't find it. I don't have it with me right now. It's in a journal somewhere else, but that declaration essentially is that I am no longer going to agree with playing small and I'm no longer going to make it holy to be less than. I play all out and I'm going to stop glorifying the struggle because I am worthy and deserving of more. Does that make anybody else feel a little bit, feel uh, some sort of way where declaring that you deserve more and that you aren't going to make it holy to be small or less than, it feels kind of hard to say because we're used to operating in this place of like making ourselves small. And the reason that we're doing this, again, it could be to prop other people up to encourage and promote them over ourselves. And it can also be because we don't want to make ourselves too big to make other people uncomfortable. We're playing kind of small to fit the box that we've been told to stay in so that we get to stay in the room, right? We want to stay in good with the crowd who said, this is how you should be or implied. Don't be too much. Like, don't be too loud. Don't be too bossy. Don't be, you know, too whatever. Don't be those things. So we try to fit in and make ourselves smaller and we can assume that God wants that for us too. We can assume that because he blesses the lowly and he is with the poor and brokenhearted, that somehow it's better to be in that spot than to be living victoriously. That's a hard word for us when we've been glorifying this struggle rather than living in the victory that Jesus gave us. We are allowed to be boisterous and loud, still wise as serpents and harmless as doves, right? Not a tinkling cymbal and a banging gong like First Corinthians 13 talks about. Like we don't, we're not being that. We want to be bold though and take up the space that God intended for us to take up. He doesn't want us to be playing small. A mentor of mine said it this way. She said, it's not cute to be timid. And that hit me like, wow, I've been being timid and we kind of act coy and like that's meek. But God is asking you to fill a space. He's positioned you there on purpose and he's asking you to do it not by mistake and not by being mousy, by being humble and owning who he says you already are operating in that power because you don't have anything to prove. So you're not coming out here showboating with an ego that needs inflated and puffed up. No, you are so sure of who God is, who God has called you to be and the space that he's asking you to fill that you show up with boldness and courage to fill that. And to say, yes, I'm here for such a time as this. I am not playing small. I am not going to try to 
let other people step into this because I know that this was meant for me. I think about the different imagery in the Bible. And one of them is the church as a body. And we're all part of that body. And there's described in that passage, like the, the toe doesn't look at the hand and be like, I don't need you, but we're doing this to ourselves where we're like, well, you know, I'm just the little finger and no, you know, nobody's going to miss me. Like, wait a second. Maybe you are the person that was meant to step in that gap and love someone really well. Maybe it was your job your assignment to be the light for this corner of the world, this corner of your community. And that is nothing small. That isn't something that we need to like talk down and be like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's just this thing. No, it is where God has you and you can operate in that spot and you can dwell in that spot of where you are with boldness and courage, taking up all of the space that you were intended to take up. How would you approach the assignment that you've been given differently if you believed that this was your time? How would you approach it differently if you believed that this was on purpose, that you were fulfilling something that God called you to? How can you break your agreement with playing small? How can you step into more and declare that you are here for more? How can you stop glorifying the struggle as if God doesn't meet us in the joy and the mountaintops too? We have this ideology that is perpetuated with, you know, God is close to us in the valley and, you know, we don't spend as much time on the mountaintop. Um, and that's not where, you know, we get our closeness to God. no. God is close to us in the joy. He's close to us in the happy. He's close to us in the celebration just as much as he is in the valley and making it sound like God is only in the valley makes us glorify the struggle and the grinding things out and the hustle and the hard somehow better than the mountaintops. And yeah, all of the metaphors, more things grow in the valleys than in the mountaintops and all those metaphors, but they don't capture the fact that God is always with us and that he has called you to flourish. Life is going to be hard. Absolutely. There are going to be things that we need to navigate. We live in a messed up world with a lot of messed up people and we're all broken and need healing and wholeness. And that's why we need Jesus but we don't have to glorify that as if it's the only way to connect to God. We don't have to glorify staying small when God is asking you to fill a big space. And it might not be a stadium of 15,000 people that you're speaking to. It instead might be filling a hole in someone else's life by loving them well, by being there for them, by being part of their life, not just a little bit, but taking up a lot of space and saying, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. You're not doing anything to get rid of me. I am here for you. This is a specific example that happens in my life where I think, what will they think? Do they really need that? Do they really need me to call them and pray for them? Do they really need me to bring them a meal? Do they really need me to help in this way? Or am I being too much? I don't want to push too hard. Like, no, 
you're not too much. And yeah, we need to know our boundaries, right? We need to know that limit. We need discernment. We're, we're going with the Holy Spirit, right? We're going to partner with him, but we don't need to downplay what God is asking us to do as, oh, well, I couldn't do that. Or maybe I'm too much. I don't want to come off as over the top. Maybe we need instead to be over the top in some people's lives. That happened to me a couple of weeks ago where I was like, okay, God, is this my time to push with this person? Or is this my time to like kind of pull back and give them some space? And he was like, no, be too much, be too much, bring them a meal, pray for them, text them, call them, maybe stop by their house, be too much, show someone that they matter. And then they can be empowered also. And it's such a beautiful ripple effect. So starting that ripple, You are loved. You are precious. You matter. Take up the space that God is asking you to take up. Love people really well in that space and break off your agreement with staying small and play all out. I cannot wait to hear what you're stepping into. Send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to know what is this next thing that God is asking you to step into that he is asking you to step into with fullness so that you can play all out and be in position where he's put you to bless others, to be the solution to other people's needs. It's so beautiful to be able to partner with him in this way and that he invites us to walk with him and to be with him in this, whatever this is for you, do it all out, play all out. And I'm guessing as you listen to this episode, that there may be some things that have been spoken over you. So one of your action steps here could be to flip the script on some of the things that have been spoken over you, that you are too much or that you should be small or that you should make other people more comfortable with you somehow fitting into the expectations of others, whatever that is. Maybe you need to write an affirmation about it that you are allowed to play all out. Create a declaration like I was prompted to on that retreat that says that you're breaking your agreement with playing small and that you are ready to go all out. You are ready to take up the space that you were designed to fill. No more making yourself small, but flap those wings, shine. You are uniquely positioned right now for such a time as this for exactly what God is putting on your heart to do. Go do it and shine. Thanks so much for listening to the Abundant Grace podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day and remember there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth and there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.